0: And do you take your coffee with cream, sugar, or lifelong regret? This week on the Story Song Podcast. I hear the of
1: Everybody, welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oakes.
2: And I'm Michael Gazelle.
1: Every episode, we walk you through the world of a story song. And this week, mm-hmm. we're talking about Martha by uh, Mr. Tom Waits. Mm-hmm. About Martha Stewart,
0: actually. Yeah. <laughs> People don't know this, <laughs> but all about Martha Stewart.
1: It's about, you know, I don't, what does she do? Make doilies? It, I genuinely it's about- <laughs> don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she, uh, this, it's weird. People don't know this, but if you play this song backwards, it gives you a recipe for an amazing yeah. brie appetizer.
1: <laughs> it's
0: so good. Yeah. Those are all and things Martha ha- Stewart does. Huh? And and then it, also that she, she hangs goes out to with prison. Snoop Dogg. And she, right, <laughs> she hangs out that? with Snoop Dogg. She hangs out with
1: Snoop Dogg a lot, right? That's a, that's yeah. the main thing I know about her. That's right. That's Snoop Dogg really
2: appreciates a good table setting.
0: He really yeah. does. He does.
1: I mean, I kind of feel like he does. I can't <laughs> like, imagine he does. <laughs> no, that wasn't a joke. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rachel, why don't you tell me the why don't you tell us the story of the story song?
0: Sure. Uh, Martha is about an older man calling up and trying to reconnect with an old girlfriend, quite possibly his first girlfriend, asking mm-hmm. to get together to talk about their past, and then at the end. Spoiler alert, he confesses that he still loves her. Yeah. And then I and then I weep openly. <laughs> <laughs> As, so uh, anyway, gonna... every time I've listened to it, that's how it ends.
2: Yeah, if you're looking for the saddest song ever written, uh this might be it. It's very
0: sad. It's gonna talk Dan doesn't think so because Dan is a monster and a robot. I like with no emotions.
1: <laughs> I want to be clear, I like this song very much, but I feel like I have a different uh reaction to it, which we we'll talk about <laughs> laughing out loud when we get there <laughs> <sighs> I don't want to give it away okay okay, <laughs> but i Let's just say I'm wondering what's going on on the other end of this phone.
0: Right. Oh,
1: you know what I'm saying. Fair
0: enough. Fair enough. I will. We will get into that. But that is like fair maybe, enough.
1: The only thing I'll say is maybe, the, and maybe I'm wrong, but I'm imagining a lot of holding the hand over the receiver mm-hmm. and giving a lot of this. Just one sec. I just. Yeah. I just gotta. I know this guy and make. Making I the talky talk, talk motion. Phone. I gotta. Yeah, I'm sorry. He does this every year. I got. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. You still love me. Sounds good. Yeah, I'll be right <laughs> off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's just me. Maybe
2: that's yeah. me. I don't know. We're gonna listen, see. Listen, I can definitely.
0: See? I can definitely see that. But we'll we'll get, the into, first it. Thing, we'll get into
2: it. The first thing she says to him is, "I'm just on my way out the door," and he just right. goes on with this song. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, I'm imagining, like, a lot of, like, again, putting the receiver, like, on a table and, like, maybe drying your hair while (laughs) part of this is happening. I'm just, we'll get
3: that. Uh, You're the worst. Okay,
2: She's like, I got to stay on the phone. He hired a piano player.
3: Operator, number please. It's been so many years. She remembered my old voice. While I fight the tears hello, hello, there is this Martha There's This is old Tom Frost And I am calling long distance Don't worry about the cost Cause it's been forty years or more Now Martha, please recall Meet me out for coffee well, we'll talk about it all and... Let's talk about
1: the long history uh-huh. of tortured phone operators. Poor operators <laughs> In story songs. How many times, has this happened? How many sob stories do these operators have to sit through? They have a job to do. <laughs> that's it. They okay, have one
0: job. They, they don't are need not to therapists. No, that's what I'm saying.
1: They are not trained professionals no. in this. They are they not just relationship want to...
0: counselors. They're not, you right. know, they're not your mother. They're not a shoulder to cry on. They stick what they... they stick plugs together. For you to communicate with other people.
2: Look, maybe what, that's why what... they take the job. But I don't think that's they want what I'm saying, help.
1: Michael. I don't think they do. I think what they want to do is they want to pull one plug out of the wall, <laughs> plug it into into another area in the wall, and then with their finger. Take the gum out of in their mouth and spin it around <laughs> on their finger. That's right. And then pull it out and then talk to Gladys next and, and gossip. That's right. Waiting for the next call to come in. The, every sure operator is what Lily they Tomlin,
2: want. right? Uh, well, that's, what that's what I'm saying. <laughs>
0: every operator, the only dream every operator ever had was just to be played by Lily Tomlin. Aside yeah, right. from that, they don't want to be your counselor. They don't want to be your shoulder to cry no. on. I, I mean, come on.
2: What I do you want to just, do when you grow up? I Well, here, I really have a passion for taking one plug out of the wall and putting it into... <laughs> right. You know, if I could but just the thing move is, plugs.
1: But it happens every time. Every operator time. Operator, number please, it's been so many years. As the operator, here's my response. I don't care how many years <laughs> it's been. It does not matter <laughs> to me. What, what, Who do you want to call? I don't need to know the backstory of why this phone call is happening. You want to <laughs> no. call somebody? I'm the operator. I'll unplug this one, and I'll plug it in here, and you can talk to her. I don't care. It does not matter. Leave me alone. I stopped I'm listening you, to you. Jim Croce, the, uh, what, what are the, uh, uh, the, I can't remember the name of the band. What was the band for, uh, Sylvia's you know what I'm Mother? I'm talking about. Sylvia's Mother. What are
2: their names? Uh, Doctor Hook.
1: Doctor Hook, you. Doctor Hook, Jim Croce. I don't care. All right. To
2: just be fair, calm. Sylvia's mother, the operator, was more rushing him off the phone.
0: Yeah, of right. course.
4: <laughs> I'm so sorry. sick and
2: tired of it.
0: My God, man! You could probably set these up in order of how annoyed the operator gets, <laughs> and it just ends with Sylvia's mother.
2: Those three right. songs are just this operator's the, really bad day.
1: Oh my God! What if it's all? Is, the, is it all the yeah. same night? Oh man! Was yeah. it? Wait,
2: was it
0: like
1: Operator, Wait, we're, same we're, night. We're
0: jumping, for, we're, we're, we're jumping segments. We're jumping. I segments. Oh, I know.
1: <laughs> I know. We're, we're already off the rails. <laughs> we left the road miles back.
0: What song are we doing?
1: <laughs> okay. So, operator number, please. It's been so many years. Will she remember my old voice when I fight the tears? Side note: very good choice of words for Mister. Wait, when he says my old yes. voice. Because he's got an old voice. He
0: does. Um,
1: <laughs> spoiler alert: if you're, if you're for the backstory, if you presumably just heard the lyrics uh, when I added him in here, or just heard him singing, he is 24. Yes. When he is singing this song. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Hmm. No. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying he sounds like he's 80, and he died when he was 78. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Okay. And, Sounds and, like he has crawled out of a grave to sing this song for us.
0: But this is earlier but this is and this is early on in his career. And so yes. it, his voice develops even more after this. So he starts at an elderly <laughs> voice and a, gets more elderly. <laughs> it's right. which PS that is not I am not that is not a complaint from me. I actually love no. Tom Waits. Um and his voice, but it is true. He does not have the voice of a twenty four year old. If no. you had a voice he, like him at 24, you'd be like, you should probably go to at least an ENT, like something.
2: Right. Like, yeah, you should. Yeah, exactly. Or you, sh- you should write songs from the perspective of a much older character.
0: And he went well, that but, route. Yeah. Okay. He yeah. went that route and became very uh, successful and popular and a <laughs> uh, mainstay in pop and in, uh, uh, popular culture whatever so but
1: that's why he's that's why he's music's wilford brimley because he's is, he is <laughs> playing characters 30 <laughs> years his senior
0: yes
1: right yeah at a young age that's right that's, that's right. what i'm saying
0: wilford brimley like 48 in cocoon i don't know if that's right. true but he was really young not... in cocoon
1: no i think he was literally like i think wilford brimley was like no joke like 50 years old in cocoon <laughs> And then, like, everyone else in Cocoon was, like, <laughs> 75 years old. Right. And he, he just lo- He just came out of the womb that way. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, anyway. Same with Tom. My point is, that's what I'm saying. So, Tom Waits and Wilfred Brimley are a bunch of Benjamin buttons. Um, and, anyway, he's on the call. Right. He's yes. torturing this operator. Will she remember my old voice? <laughs> and to your point, then, this is here?
2: this is a, a, a great line outside of the <laughs> outside of the way he's singing it. Um, my old voice is a voice from the past and. Right. She hasn't heard his voice. So his voice is older than it was. Yes. When they last spoke.
1: Yes. Absolutely.
2: Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, we're going to find out.
1: It's been quite some time. Yes. Since, since, since they've talked.
2: Also, um, he does like puppet voices. So this is one that he hasn't <laughs> tried out in years.
1: That's right. So the other thing is that, I mean, if this is 73, mm-hmm. right? Again, I don't mean to spoil it. We're going to find out in, in a moment. It's been 40 years.
0: Killing me. Go ahead.
1: Well, no, I'm, I'm saying in the song. Yes. He says it's yes. been 40 years that means the last time they talked was 1933 do you know what I'm saying yeah. like an age when newsreel narrators follow people around yeah. to say things like Chicago seven, like that's you know that's sort of thing was going on so I mean I, they may have never even talked on a phone before right, right? Yeah,
2: Right? They've, just... they've only talked by uh, telegram so after everything he says he sure. just says stop uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, so... one, and
0: one time he made her a phonograph record.
1: <laughs> that's, um, that she smashed
0: against the phonograph in sure. sadness.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you had to. Yeah. Um, will she remember my old voice while I fight the tears? Hello, hello there. Is this Martha? It's old Tom Frost.
2: That's uh, Jack's brother.
1: Uh, I was going to say, yeah. Is he like a <laughs> mythical? Uh. Is he yep. is he a nymph, uh, jumping from leaf to leaf? Um, <laughs> it's old Tom frost, and I'm calling long distance. Don't worry about the cost.
0: I, that's the first point where I think on the other line she goes, "I I wasn't. I was. <laughs> I wasn't. I'm not concerned. This is your this is your deal. This is not mine. You're, I mean, you're you're paying. you're paying for this call. It's your you're it's your dime. Call. It's literally yeah, yeah, yeah. your dime. Literally." So, also, it's 1973 so, in an operator. If, if Jim Croce has taught us anything, it's that this is costing him a dime. Though so it's long right, exactly. distance, so who knows?
1: But I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know how it works.
0: Also, also, a weird way to start, if, this is, if you're trying to like, reconnect with an old love, to be like, listen, right. I'm going to splurge on this phone call. I'm not going to make you pay for it. So that's <laughs> right. how much I care about you. I'll, right. I got this one. This phone call that yeah. I put upon you, I'll pay for it.
2: This, I am this... willing to spend ten cents, right, on you. <laughs> <laughs> you I are mean, welcome.
1: Look, don't worry about the cost. This random phone call, decades after the last time we've talked. Yes, I, I'm just going to say we'll go have these on it. Like I'll, <laughs> when, like I'll send you. I'll tell you my address. If you can mail me a nickel. That'd be great, and then so don't worry about it. You don't have to pay for the whole thing, you know. Yeah. we'll just we'll like I said, we'll go have We'll go Dutch on it. Yeah, we'll go Dutch on it. So, um, so I'm calling long distance, don't worry about the cost because it's been forty years or more. Uh,
2: it's actually been ninety years, but
1: <laughs> now Martha, that's the more. Yeah, please recall. Meet me out for coffee where we'll talk about it all.
2: Here's what they want to say. Please recall. I remember you. Your brother was nipping at my nose (laughs) 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 last Christmas.
0: Yep. She's married to Jack. (laughs) This is what makes this more awkward. (laughs) Martha Frost. Right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I have not seen you since the wedding. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Up at the North Pole. It's awkward. That's right. It's awkward time.
0: I mean, 40 years or more, uh, uh, I mean, first of all, the amount of weight that puts on this phone call. And right. and again, I am not going to jump forward, and how crushingly heartbreaking it makes the ending of this song to me. Um, not ah. to Dan, because Dan is a monster. <laughs> but to me, it, it, when he says 40 years or more, uh, I can't. I can't. Um, okay. Enough.
1: <laughs> well. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. Now, yeah. I don't know what how Martha feels about mm-hmm. this. And I don't know how passionate their relationship was. But a 40-year gap?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to say there's not an outside chance that when he says, uh, it's been 40 years or more. Now, Martha, please recall. She's going to say, yeah, I'm sorry, who? I don't. Uh- <laughs> It has been four decades. Do you understand that a world war happened there, in between the last time you and I spoke? No, I'm sorry, Tom, if that's your name. I don't remember you. Okay? Let's go there. I know, no yeah. there.
2: I know we haven't talked since 1933, but I really just wanted to see what you thought. What do you think of television? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's you new. You think it's going
0: to last? The moon landing. That was <laughs> Just... crazy, <huh? laughs>
2: Remember that? How about those Beatles?
1: Well, that's the thing. If, you, if we're going to talk about it all, like, what are they going to talk about? Like, yeah, so, I mean, remember when that the war happened and then, yeah, we walked on the moon. God, what else happened? Um... <laughs> Man, but- uh, oh, remember, like, everyone started wearing jeans all the time? That was weird. <laughs> Anyways, it's been great seeing you, Tom. This is, Bye. listen,
0: this is a, not a non sequitur, but this is sort of tangential to this. I just realized uh-huh. there's a show called Nathan For You. Um, it's okay. a very funny show. The last episode they do as a movie. It's an hour and a half. It starts off bizarre, but it is about this. It is about this guy who is, like, l- had his, like, first love. And hasn't seen her for like 40 years or more. And they go and try and find her again. And I'm not going to lie. They speak on the phone again. Spoiler. They speak on the phone and he's like, hello, do you remember my voice? And she goes, um, no. (laughs) So this one, it's actually a like a a show version of this song. Now that I think about it.
3: Anyway, check it out, Nathan,
0: for you. But it's Perfect. exactly this song. But it did, it did end with what Dan said, which is like, not no? Yeah. But then she does remember at the end, but, you know. Okay. That's all. Sure. She's going to recall <laughs> at some point, I don't think they went on one date. I think they were, you know, together for a
1: while. No, I, I know. But my point being, here, here's, here's the first little nugget I'm going to drop. It's, just, it's been it's been four decades right right you're just gonna call out of the blue dude and be like let's go get coffee you don't know what's going how about this how about you be like what's been going on with you no. you know what I mean like what is like right, you talk about that over coffee roll, yeah. slow but I know but I'm
0: face saying to like face.
1: because okay. what's been going
2: on with you I mean that's a that's a long question that's yeah. Well, in 1934.
1: <laughs> right. But again, if he's like, what let's if you go think out for of coffee. Fairs? What if you what if like, let's go out for coffee, and she's like, I can't. I got my tongue cut out. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, like. Well, she wouldn't say you're, anything you're, you're, you're at that You're presuming a lot. Well, that's true.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> or, she would, um, or she would talk to her two sons, who were uh, thieves, uh, about chasing around those uh, kids and sloth. Right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the woman but played, it, I'm just <laughs> her had her tongue like <laughs> cut in half or something. I forget. Anyway, okay. that's dumb. But anyway, so uh, but uh, no, I, I but Dan, it took everything he had, all the courage he had, to call up Martha. Don't make oh, me get emotional it- this close, this this soon, <laughs> okay? But it took.
1: When you said everything he had, I thought you meant a dime. It's okay. That's all he has.
0: Uh, Yes. He said, don't worry about the cost. Um, Right. (laughs) it's lovely this chorus uh, it it is so melodic it's really terrific it's so well put together i think it's delightful that's all go ahead dan now you tear it apart
1: (laughs) i want to be very clear (laughs) i think the song is fantastic yes i the the melody is beautiful Mm -hmm. and i think this is a heart-wrenching song yes okay but this sounds less to me like a guy who's like madly in love mm-hmm. and a guy who's down on his luck and is desperately grabbing the one good thing that maybe he had at one point in his life. No. Uh, I, don't, I mean, my, my problem is my problem here is that we do not get her side of the story because when he's sure. like, all I had was you and all you had was me, she could very easily be like, uh, yeah, I don't know. We went out for a while. Like it wasn't really that big of a deal. You know what I mean? This is Rachel. Let me explain yeah. to you. This is what men do. Okay? Are you they meet a woman, men to me. <laughs> but they meet a woman, they treat her like garbage. He dumps her, and then six months later he's like, "I want you back. Oh please." Okay, this is I forty years later. I don't think. She's like, think yeah, six months or forty years, it doesn't make a difference.
0: Uh I don't. I I, uh, I don't <laughs> no, No, not okay, Tom Frost. Look, not Tom Frost. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my okay. not my Tom Frost. Not my Tom Frost. <laughs> um,
4: See, I don't um, I
2: don't think it's somebody who's down on his luck. I think it's somebody who's realizing his regrets.
0: Yes. Thank yeah, you, course. Michael. Right. Yeah, I don't think he's I don't, I don't think it luck. has to
2: has anything to do with him being down on his luck. I That's think he's. Right. He probably, what I think, I think he probably wanted to make this phone call a million times over 40 years.
0: Yes. And just couldn't get himself to do it.
2: He's very, or, what if, yeah. What if she doesn't pick up? What if she says That's no? Right.
0: Yes. What and if, and finally if, he's what like, if? you
2: know what? Why not?
0: And also, his not. wife's always around bugging him. So, <laughs> well,
2: there's, there's that. that. That's what we're going to talk about
1: because he is married. Well, I don't, right. I don't want it. let's get, let's, let's, yeah, sure. Let's get back there. Anything else on this chorus?
0: It's professional.
2: Um, I mean, it's really, it's really good. It's great. it's great. It's great. It's also the other thing is you know, forty years later, he's thinking back to a simpler time.
0: Yes, sure. Yeah, that's when right.
2: I think he literally means when he says, "All I had was you, and all you had was me." I think that's very true.
0: Well, it was the depression. Or,
2: or- <laughs> <laughs> sure, <laughs> there's that too. Or maybe it's not true. Maybe, <laughs> maybe she was like, "Oh, I, no, I." All you had was me, but all I was doing great. Yeah, I'm 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 an heiress. I'm my name's Martha Oingo Boingo. I, I'm doing great with that weird science money. I had yeah. six vacation homes. Oh, but I man. get all you had was me.
0: Yeah. And right access
2: there. to six vacation homes. The, oh,
0: yeah. So this is so this is why I think this was probably a first love thing where it, it was a, a first love. They were probably in, like, a studio apartment living together or a tenement or whatever they had back in the 30s, and mm. they were just living for the day. They were, I don't know, did they have beatniks back then? What was, the, like, the counterculture in 33? Um, Flappers? And, eh.
4: I mean, Rachel, no, I that think not. the <laughs>
1: counterculture in 33 was eating because it was the height of the Great Depression. Oh. <laughs> that, like
0: <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. It was like not having a, a, dust having bowl. a, uh, having
1: a roof over your head. Right. Uh, and not having to sell your children uh, to the local coal mine right, was, right. Uh, was the counterculture.
0: But, but all of this, but this chorus leads me to believe that they, it was a first love and they were so enamored with each other that it didn't matter, no matter what their struggles, they had each other and they were just living for the day and not looking f- towards the future.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Look, I, I I totally buy that. Okay. But my question is, is when he's like, all I had, all I had was you, and all you had was me. And she might be like, well, that's true. But now I have my husband <laughs> right. and my children, who I love. So I'm sorry that you're having a crisis, but uh, your crisis is not my problem. Okay. How about that? Right. Sure. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Now, maybe not. Maybe she is yeah. beyond delighted yeah. to get this phone call. Sure. Because maybe she didn't know how to get a hold of it. Maybe she's been waiting for this phone call all these years. But I just want to give the counter argument <laughs> <laughs> that maybe she's doing a lot of the talky-talk motion right. while this has happened to her husband. Like, I just, I'll be off in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Now it's the guy from the, it's, it's the insurance guy. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll take care of it. It's fine.
0: Now, before we go on, this is a very... Uh, scenes from Italian restaurant situation, I feel that the remainder of this song happens when they are having coffee. It is okay. not a phone call to me. It's like they have they have now gotten together. Um, I read, you know, I was reading a bunch of, you know, message boards, uh, you know, people think it's a bunch of fan fiction. No, people <laughs> see, it, see it either way, Right, right? A lot of people think that this is all just in the phone call. But I think he made the date and they got together to talk about it all.
2: I could mm. see it. I could see it two ways, and maybe we talk about that at the end.
0: Sure, that's fine. Okay,
4: um, put a pin in it.
2: So this is—I could make it way sadder for you.
1: <laughs> God. Uh, okay. So so this is either happening in a
2: not for a Dan shop. It's not sad to Dan. It's like the Tin it's... Man. They didn't give him a heart. Don't leave me on the rain.
1: Uh, <laughs> oil can. What do you want me to say? Oil can. That's, that's all I got <laughs> to say. I got to say two things. One, oil can. Two, Tom Frost should have moved on. <laughs> and
3: I feel so much older now. And you're much older, too. How's the husband? And how's your kids? You know that I got married, too. Lucky that you found someone to make you feel secure. We were all so young and foolish and now we are mature and those were days of roses.
1: So either in a coffee shop or his, him pouring his heart out in a, in a dirty phone booth, he says, I feel so much older now. Uh, yeah, you're 40 <laughs> years older, so I would imagine you feel a tiny bit older. Right. Um, I feel so much older now, you're much older too. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> the quick, one line. Quick tip for Mr. Tom Frost. You just don't, I, we like, all know, obviously 40 years has gone by, she's not a vampire, so she has <laughs> aged 40 years. Uh, but you don't have to bring it up, that's yeah. all I'm saying. Just like, Not. just let it talk about how old you are. If she wants to mention it, right. great. But don't be like, "I'm old." You're clearly super old. <laughs> like what? I mean, Come on. we both aged. Maybe got <laughs> I too much
0: imagine, sun. I can't imagine. I see you I imagine, smoking. Yeah,
1: yeah. I can't imagine why these two broke up. Uh, <laughs> with with the social graces he's showing yeah. here.
2: Um. Well, I mean, we also don't hear what's going on on the other side of the phone. Like maybe he's like. He says that he got older, and and she's like, "Oh, did you?" And he's like, "Well, you got older too." Yeah, <laughs> like that's sort of his rebuttal, right? It just and she's like,
0: "Downhill so quickly." No,
2: and, she, uh, and goes, "This is why well, we actually, haven't
1: talked." <laughs> right? <clears throat> she said, "Well, actually, no. In forty-seven, on a trip to Transylvania, I became a bride of Dracula. Yes. So I've actually not <laughs> aged uh, since that. Since then, um, how's your husband?" And how's your kids you know that i got married too hmm. so
2: Tumble he says brag. how's your husband How, how's your kids and and she's like oh they're great let me tell And he's like well i got married too
0: yeah I, yeah yeah exactly this, is, this i will say this of the verses this one is a little this is the awkward in between where he's <laughs> right? yeah he says some things like I, I i got married too don't don't think that i just sat around waiting for you i got married too i have a wife i have kids yeah. i think
2: I've been wandering around for 40 <laughs> years looking for a dime.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I finally found one. Um Eisenhower. Um, <laughs> no. Who is it? Jefferson? I um I didn't look that closely. Um Okay, so so she's married and she has children. Mhm. Right. He is also married. Right. Okay. So he wants to set up this little date with a woman that he is going to confess at the end that he is still in love with. Mm-hmm. So the entire time that he was married and perhaps is still married, was he in love? Was he not in love with his wife? Was he in love with Martha this whole time?
0: I mean, I think that he held um, a torch for her and sure. he had to move on with his life. You know, they maybe they parted, you know, maybe she moved across the country or something. And he had to move on with his life, but she was always in the back of his mind. Um And right. I also don't think, I'm not sure that he had this last, the last line in his head when he started the conversation. I think it's just something that was, it builds through the song and through the conversation.
1: Okay. So maybe it was, gonna like a, it was just going to be like, it was just going to be a like a, hey, it's good to see you. I just figured... You know, it's been a while. Thought I'd say hi, but then it just sort of popped out.
0: Right, right. He just can't contain himself anymore because when he sees her, he realizes how much he, how how much, how many, how deep his feelings are for her, even after all these years.
1: Mm -hmm. Lucky, lucky that you found someone to make you feel secure. Because we, we were all so young and foolish. Now we are mature.
0: I would say elderly almost.
1: S- yeah. <laughs> I mean they, they would they would depending on when they uh broke up. Yeah. Even if they were pretty young, I mean I think they're still like they're probably getting mail for AARP. I'm not saying they're ready right. to join. <laughs> right. But they're 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 prepping. They're them, getting you mailers. Know what I mean? They're
0: getting mailers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep.
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'm sure they like they probably don't totally qualify, but I'm sure if they say senior discount at the movies, no one's going to question it. You know what I mean? At this point? Uh
0: They call it the talkies. Uh-
1: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Like, uh, hey, so just go into the movie. That's that how we he starts. Hey, the, uh, the new Mary Pickford movie, out. <laughs> Whatever happened with that one? Uh. Train leave station. You wanna go see Train leave Station? <laughs> I was gonna say I well I was I have not been back to the movie since that train almost hit me I
2: didn't jump out of the way.
1: <laughs> that was dramatic.
2: <laughs> he starts this phone call with what do you think of talking pictures?
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, um, I don't think they're gonna last. Um Go ahead, Michael.
2: Um just as an FYI, uh FDR is on the dime. Um Thank you. Thank you. FDR's first term started when they were dating exactly so yeah it's all all full circle it's It's all all about well that's why he doesn't
1: know because obviously fdr couldn't have been on the dime back then right so yeah so he didn't know yeah um so anyway um well here's here's because here's my other problem now i want to be clear i think this song is great i think this song could be about a slime ball and still be a great song okay Mm -hmm. but here's the other problem i have i have so personally he's like I'm, I got married, right? So clearly there's another woman in my life. It, right. It makes it sound like he's not married anymore. hmm Right? Can we, can we get a ruling on that? Because him saying, you know that I got married too yes. makes it sound like a past thing.
2: Yeah, I could sure. see So I, I will could give that. him
1: that. Okay. I will give him that, that at least he's not like sneaking around behind his wife's back. Right. Presumably. But the way he says, lucky you found someone to make you feel secure. Very much sounds like so. Obviously, you don't love your husband. Yeah, I can right? see that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you you mm. found so you found someone who's you know would make you feel secure when you couldn't have the love of your life. Who, of course, is me, Tom Frost. Stability. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's
0: like you've, Brother you found of Jack. stability.
1: There's right. Yeah, which, is, I which think... again, maybe she's like, yes, you're right, or maybe she's like. F you, dude. <laughs> like, what do you, <laughs> no, I found the love of my life, my husband, who I married and raised a family with. Like, where do you get off right. telling me that I found someone who made me feel secure? That's a little little presumptive, Tom. I feel That's like I we did
2: another say. song that has a line like that in it.
0: Uh, it's probably scenes from Italian Restaurant.
1: Isn't it? No. Well, I mean, I mean that's, I mean that's what, um, what should we call it? Uh, what's the cheating side of town song? That's that's what that whole song's about. Oh Lying yeah, eyes. yeah, yeah. Lying I eyes. feel like there was
2: something else. I don't remember what it is. That's I will okay. think of it. Thank you so but much. But yeah, I if think if you
0: can find it out, um, but also during the, and, uni- uh... during the um, extended universe portion, <laughs> that'd be great timing.
1: <laughs> and uh, and I mean also taxi with Harry Chapin. I think there's. I thought there's you meant the show there.
0: Yeah, there's yep, a uh, lot yeah, yeah, there's a lot in Taxi <laughs> yeah. as well.
1: Yeah,
2: there's a lot of uh, Danny DeVito on Taxi said. Right,
0: right. <laughs>
2: uh but no, I th- I think that's true. I think I think what he's implying here and what could be true is that they were sort of the loves of each other's lives. For one reason or another, they couldn't be together. Um and they married the next best thing. Right. Right. So But again,
1: now maybe he's right. Maybe he is getting this information from her. Right. Maybe this is what she's telling him. But also, maybe he's just assuming a lot because cause that's the other line, too. Is like, because we were young and foolish. Now we are mature. Meaning, like, back then we did things for love. Sure. And obviously, you are now a cold husk of a woman who <laughs> married a man for money. <laughs> no. Right? Uh- so that he could take care of you because now we are mature.
0: No. That's not no. how I no. <laughs> okay. That's not how I read that at all.
2: Well, what about you this? The line is, "We were all so young and foolish. Now we are mature." Mm. Do they know each other's spouses?
0: Mm, ooh. maybe because why does? Well, they might not because she, he says, "You know that I got married too," but he says, "How's your husband and how's your kids?" Well, that's probably because she's married to Jack Frost, who is her his
2: brother. <laughs> sure. Uh,
0: but anyway, no. Uh, no, yeah, but what, so I, don't know. I mean,
2: did they all know each other at the time? And then oh. they all sort of drifted apart. Oh, I mean, not all of them, be. like, you know, the, the married couple stayed together.
0: Yeah, that could be. Yeah, I could like see they that. they were
2: a group of friend people. Um, I mean, friends? S- friends? I mean, possibly. <laughs> considering
0: they, <laughs> they no. were four of them and they like swapped partners. <laughs> um, swingers of the 1930s. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but,
2: they're doing it on a flagpole um, <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen swingers
0: <laughs> but I, I i don't read it like that daniel i read it mm-hmm. as saying you know this obviously this wasn't going to last because we were foolish but we've grown up so this is when I think it's starting to get, he's starting to get to the point where he's going to like work up the nerve to say, I love you. Basically saying, now we are mature. Now we're in a better place where we understand each other. We are fully developed people. Um, oh, and we have the maturity to deal with whatever we couldn't deal with back then 40 years ago.
1: Right. Why, why do you think they broke up?
0: I don't know. That's the big mystery of this song. Mm. Um, It's probably, um, I mean, I don't want to, listen, I don't want to blame it all on the market crash, but it didn't help.
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Do you think, so do you think also Tom Frost is like annoyed? Because like his brother brings the winter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. But I imagine Tom Frost probably brings that like, that week in like late March where it gets like really warm and everyone gets really excited and it gets really cold again for another three weeks. (laughs) So people like really hate Tom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, look, that's not, that's just, I I didn't choose that. That's just, that's just what I do.
0: It's my thing. I'm not my brother.
1: Um, I, yeah, I give it, I give everyone false hope.
0: Right. And then I (laughs) come back 40 years later.
1: (laughs) Right. Exactly. So, (laughs) um, Okay, so those were days of roses, of poetry, and prose. And Martha, all I had was you, and all you had was me. There were no tomorrows. We packed away our sorrows, and we saved them for a rainy day.
2: Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. just Once again, that chorus is amazing. Mm
1: -hmm. It is. Um, When he says we packed away our sorrows. Yeah. So they had sorrows.
0: But they weren't thinking about it.
1: Yeah, but they packed
2: them away. They
0: packed them away. They didn't think about it. They were just living in the moment and living in the right. love they had for each other.
2: Literally all they had was each other. Yes. Yeah. And nothing else. They And a suitcase cared full of sorrows. Else. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right.
1: What you're saying is um you know, they they say we don't have a lot, but I can think of all the things we got. <laughs> Babe.
2: They had um I got you babe. <laughs> <laughs> they had uh 3 bucks, two bags of sorrows and mm. one me. <laughs> um Annie. So he yep. says
1: I was going to make an Annie joke before, and then I decided not to. Oh, you should do um, it. Do it now. No, I was just saying when they were li- when they were living in the Great Depression, I was like I imagine an, an Annie orphanage. Um, <laughs> but
2: it was a hard knock life.
1: This is actually a
0: story yeah, of was.
2: Rooster. It was a hard
1: knock life. <laughs>
0: this
1: is the story of Rooster. Uh, <laughs> from oh, Annie. Why did I start the musical bit? Um Okay.
0: <laughs> hey, Senator.
1: <laughs> hey,
0: da <John.
1: laughs> Oh, with full interest, without, without a, a, a smile. smile. I mean... I, a serious portion of that show Right Is them Listening to the radio <laughs> yeah. Like a song From that show Is a commercial During the radio show That they are listening to Right I'm right about this
2: Yeah it's a
3: good right? portion of Act
4: 2
3: <laughs> <laughs> And I was always So impulsive I guess that I still am but all that really mattered then was that I was a man I guess that I
1: It took you forty years to make a call. So I don't that's not quite <laughs> so impulsive.
0: I mean, I, I, I will say this, I think this this might be part of the reason they broke up, you know, um, his impulsivity, right. maybe he, it could be that maybe he broke up with her on an well, impulse. I think we get a, but anyway. I think mm.
1: we I think we get a hint to the breakup. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Although it doesn't explain anything. But I think what he's he's referring to that here when he says, oh, I was always so impulsive, I guess that I still am and all that really mattered then was that I was a man. Mm-hmm. So presumably something happened where he made what he thought was a manly oh. choice that he regretted that ended in, in them being a party.
0: Do you know what, Daniel? I have never, I've never thought about it that way. I've never read it that way. And I really like that. Because I read it as all that really mattered was that I was a man. Like, that means, like, right. like about their relationship being together. But I love the mm. idea of it. him putting it on himself and saying, I right. wasn't thinking about you. I was being impulsive. The only thing that mattered to me was, like, proving that I was a man. Like, that I was a man. Right. Oh, I like that a lot. Oh, thanks. Well done, um... robot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Beep, so boop. he was... He was, compliment like a, received.
2: <laughs> he was like a bootlegger or some sort of gangster then, I guess. I
1: guess. Well, it was actually, I mean, it's funny you say it, because I was thinking maybe something like, you know, and I'm just spinning out here because we don't have any other information, but maybe something like someone says something to him in a bar and he gets to a fight mm-hmm. and he goes to jail.
0: Could be.
2: Maybe. Right?
1: Yeah.
0: We never or... know why they've been apart for so long.
1: Right.
2: And then by the time he gets, "Oh my out, God, is this a, a call from prison 40 years later?"
0: No, because they're having <laughs>
1: coffee.
2: Right.
0: I mean, he's shackled I mean, He's sh- having... he shackled to another <laughs> inmate. I <was> say. <laughs> but...
1: <laughs> look, this is weird. Uh, ignore the orange jumpsuit. Uh, this is you Bob look great cellmate. in stripes.: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Ignore the fact that we're covered in mud, um, and that. Uh, <laughs> or at every least time least most a cop of it is mud. Yeah, yeah. Every time a cop. <laughs> oh god. Uh, look, that th- there's a, there's a movie that's gonna come out cause, called Shawshank Redemption. That'll that'll make a lot more It'll sense.
0: Explain everything. <laughs> It'll
1: be about we sold our life rights, and it's gonna be about us. Yep. Uh, it's gonna take a little while to come out, but um, anyway. So yeah, so uh, all that really mattered was I was a man. I guess that our being together was never meant to be, but Martha, Martha, I love you. Can't you see? Oh. Uh, I'm uh, gonna let, I'm gonna give Rachel center stage. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pull away my cynicism mm-hmm. and let you talk about where you're getting out of this.
0: So here's what I think. Again, I think this is all building. They're having a conversation. We're not hearing her side, obviously, but i feel like maybe he is getting something from her it might not be maybe it's unspoken um and he it just gets to a point where he cannot contain himself he just has to say like don't you see that everything that i am speaking about right now is because i love you and mm-hmm. you know it doesn't matter that we couldn't be together it didn't matter like he's he's trying to make a am- i feel like a little bit he's trying to make amends um but he just can't contain himself. He just has to tell her because it's the moment of, if you don't do it, you'll regret it for the rest of your life, which is shorter than it would have been if you had called her (laughs) 39 years ago. Sure. But that's what I think. It's the, it's that moment of, of, uh, do this or regret it.
1: I mean, that definitely makes me feel a lot better about Tom if he just sort of blurts it out. Yeah. Right. That it's not a, let me invite a married woman to a coffee shop and tell her that I'm in love.
0: With <laughs> right. Them. Right.
1: right, Cause that I'm not crazy about. I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. But if it's just sort of like this sort of bubbles up inside of him.
0: And it's the can't you see that gets it for me right. because it's not, it's almost, there's, there's not, it's, it's, it's not a throwaway obviously, but there's, it's mm. almost less melodic than the the rest of the song. I mean, okay. in the song, He says it's he like he stops, right? He says, Martha. Right. Martha. Like he's trying to get himself to say it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then so it's like, can't you see? Like he he it's it's the the can't you see is the looking back on the impulse of like he Not only can she see it, but he can see it. Like, oh my gosh, this is what this is all about. It's not just about reconnecting and talking about it all. It's about the fact that I have never stopped loving you. And this is when Mm. Rachel breaks down and cries. (laughs) (laughs) Rachel. Yes.
1: That was a beautiful, impassioned speech. Okay, monster. Monster if you don't mind i'm going to pick up this big heavy bag of cynicism
2: <laughs> before you. before you do oh yes so michael. basically Tag Rachel. Hold on, hold on.
1: i can't michael this bag is i have a lot of cynicism in this bag it is very heavy so please i can't keep picking it up and down
2: <laughs> this is a quick one so go ahead but this is it then is i gotta this, be able, is, i'm gonna pick it up so what you're saying is when they were originally together tomorrow didn't matter to them right and now that he's trying to reconnect he's saying like look Yesterday doesn't matter.
0: Yes. Oh. Oh. Just tomorrow
2: from this point forward. Yes, that's right. Mm. What we do Poetic. from
0: this point on is what matters. Oh, wonderful.
1: I'm going to agree with everything you're saying. But, but what I'm concerned about, but oh, hold on. Let me pick up this bag of cynicism. Ugh, okay. I'm going to walk back over to center stage, <laughs> put it down, and open it up and say. Lights, please. <laughs> Spotlight, please. Um, and maybe I'm wrong and I agree with everything you're saying, but I can imagine the neck, her next thing that she says is, cause she is a married woman with a family. Uh-huh. She is also best case scenario in her early sixties. Okay. So she's possibly, I mean, this is 1973, So she's most likely a grandmother at this point. Okay. So it's been 40 years. Mm hmm. So he says, "Martha, I love you. Can't you see?" Again, I imagine her next line is something along the lines of like, "I don't know what to do with that man. <laughs> I mean, like, what do you want me to say? I, I'm not gonna leave my husband. It's been 40. I've seen you in 40 years. Could be. I'm Tom. It was great seeing you. Here's your nickel. Um, I'll pay for the coffee, okay? <laughs> but I gotta go, man. Like this is this is a bit. You call me." Four decades later, I'm in the middle of putting shag carpeting around in, my house that, right now. You're in love with me in my newly sunken you know what I'm living saying? room. You're uh, saying <laughs> the the Brady Bunch is on tonight. I'm supposed to watch it with my husband. I gotta go. Home.
0: I think okay,
2: that's all I'm saying.
0: Daniel, we're I putting
2: will... Daisy decals everywhere. It's really not a good time.
1: <laughs> I have to paint my the entire kitchen is avocado. In, <laughs> my the bicentennial's in <laughs> three years. I gotta get ready for it. <laughs>
0: Dan, Dan, I do think there's an in-between, though. I do think there is a world where... I mean, I'm not so optimistic or so, you know... uh, I don't know what the word... I'm looking for a specific word, but I'm not so optimistic that I think that he says, I love you, can't you see? And she just says, hey, me too. And they run hand-in-hand out the cafe. But I also don't think he says, I love you, can't you see? And she goes... Dude, what? <laughs> right? I think there's an in-between, sure. which is okay. the beginning of what you said, which is what am I supposed to do with that information? Right? Right. It, it's it could be like a pain. First of all, like she feels pain. Not like this is a pain, but she feels pain. <laughs> <laughs> like, what a pain. Now I gotta deal with this. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Um uh... First there's
1: first there's Joan at work and now this. <laughs>
0: Um, but I, I, I think they're I'm good- up to here
2: in avocado appliances.
0: I think they're good- and, and shag carpeting, meanwhile- and now
2: I got this on top of all that.
1: the The door uh. of the coffee shop opens, and the, they're like, "Hi, I, I'm his operator. I know this guy. <laughs> <science>. I can't. <laughs> I, I can't with this guy. I had to track him
0: down. But no, I got
1: two others on the line that I got to deal with. So <laughs> you can have this one,
0: and one of them you wouldn't believe the mustache on him. Anyway, uh, the But before This guy's got
1: an eye patch and he (laughs) won't take no for an answer.
0: Anyway, but what I'm saying is there is, I mean, this is the thing of movies, right? Is professing your love. And instead of it being unrequited, it is, what am I supposed to do with this? The time has passed. You took too long. I am married. I have children. I have a life. And even if I wanted to leave and be with you, I could not because I have right. this life. Right. So there's that in between for you, as opposed to, man, <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude, I gotta go.
2: <laughs> You're harsh at my mellow right now. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh. That's what she I think.
2: She throws her coffee in his face. I agree with that.
1: So you're so you're yeah. say you you ultimate I think we're uh, we're yeah. surprisingly landing around the same yes. place. Yes. You you see this as a tragedy.
0: Yes. I, they are
1: not they're not they're they're not gonna live their golden years n- together.
0: No, no, no. And I'll tell or, you I'll tell you why later, but go ahead, Michael.
2: I I mean I I'm gonna give you the optimistic idea first and then we can get to the sadder part. Okay. Um He Earlier on, he says that he got married. And like we talked about, like he doesn't have a wife. Right. He could be um he he could be divorced. Right. Uh he could be a widower. Um Well, I I want to be
1: clear. I mean, it that's what it sounds like. He doesn't say that though. He says, You right. know that I got
2: married. Right. He could still be married. This
0: is but this is Michael's optimistic take on it. Yeah. That's All what he right, said. Fair
2: enough. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. So, I mean, he could just sort of be Trying to see, oh, oh, how's your husband? Is, are you still together? Mm. Um, he he could be trying to see if she is single,
0: right, or mm. receptive. If yeah, not right. single yet, receptive to it.
2: <laughs> if not single yet, willing to divorce her husband.
1: <laughs> yes, for right, for
2: right. somebody that she hasn't well, seen for say, forty years.
1: Yeah, like, are you looking to you know re like? rekindle with the love of your life yeah um and correct a mistake that you made in the past you know or a booty call like i'm open for i'm open <laughs> anything.
0: for anything you.
1: you know you know old tom frost i <laughs> am everything's on the table <sighs> with me um sorry go yeah. on michael go on
2: how do you how do you how do you spell out new phone who on a rotary phone
1: <laughs> <laughs> Exactly
0: oh man okay It'll
2: take forever um so this what the thing that we we were talking about earlier right is so rachel your thought was that this all happened over coffee
0: yes uh i know um, where you're gonna go with it oh my god no go ahead
2: <laughs> i don't it might be too like sad. taking no, notes i don't know what's happening um
0: He's working himself up to it. He's going to go, Rachel, (laughs) Rachel. And then he's going to hit me with the saddest thing ever. Go ahead.
2: What if all of this happens on the phone? And he, when he says, Martha, Martha, I, I love you. Can't you see? That's like his last effort to get her to stay on the phone. Like as she's hanging up.
4: Oh
0: that is very sad
2: and then and that
0: is a no no don't the part don't hang of the, up, don't hang up that
2: yeah the the lyrics that we haven't gotten to yet that we will get to in a moment
0: he says to himself
2: he says after oh he has hung God. up the phone as well
0: God, uh, i have a sad version of that as well uh, at the last line as well but <laughs> that's that's pretty sad michael that's pretty sad it's not as sad as i Thank thought you. it was gonna be i thought you were just gonna flat out be like what are you saying this at her funeral <laughs> Like, they talk to phone, they never Oh, got to wow. <laughs> wow. That's he too sad. sad. Anyway.
1: He's saying it He's saying it over her grave? Like, yeah, over a casket God, or something. Rachel. Oh, my God. That's I worse. I thought I was cynical. Jeez. No, that's not what I God, think. You really ruined... That's Michael.
2: No, that's not me. That's what you think <laughs> I think. Come on, Michael. Come on, Michael. I was the one oh. who was singing Annie five minutes ago.
1: Let's let's all be mad at Michael
2: now. <laughs> um, uh, story of my life.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, I I, I that is rough. Yeah. But I like that because also, I mean, again, you know, she, she, uh, I. It's just hard to imagine, right, that her answer, however she phrases it, is not.
0: No, yeah.
1: It's, it's, well, it's been 40 years. Yeah, yep. It's been 40 years. It hasn't been, and and not to sound like an idiot, but it hasn't been five years. Yeah. It hasn't been 10 years. Right. It's been 40 years. I mean, we've been joking about it, but like how she's at a different point in her life. They've
0: had like five high school reunions at that point. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's too much. It's too much.
0: Yeah, it's a lot.
1: Whatever, what, whatever the time period is supposed to be, it's it's just been too long. Yeah, that's all. Yep. Um. Then he says the chorus again. Well,
0: can I say something about the chorus? You can. I usually don't like the angel choruses because, like the the singing voices in the background. Mm
4: -hmm. I
0: love it in this um, because it is that thing he said it and. He he put out he put his love out there for her, and no matter what it is, it is almost like a weight lifted, and and it's and it's out there. So like the angelic voices are kind of like his love, sort of wasping, and you know, his his like sense of freedom through this. Yeah,
2: right. He he suddenly feels free by by finally saying it, and right. every time I listen to that, that takes me by surprise.
0: Yes. Yeah. Because it, it doesn't, ha- it's not like it builds and builds. It just is there no. in the last, in the last chorus.
2: It is. It's very beautiful and very surprising. And mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Um,
1: so then there's one more line at the end. And then a coda. Where he
3: says. And I remember quiet evenings trembling close to
0: My God, it's so sad. So, Michael, what you were saying on the phone, I pictured it that he says that line. I am literally getting choked up as I'm saying it. But he, in my mind, they are having coffee. He says he loves her, and he knows it's not going to change anything. And as he is leaving the cafe, he turns to her and says that line. And that is the last time they speak. And I... I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> um, that she is follows how him out of it. the cafe. Yeah,
2: and says, "Yeah, because he never paid for heat."
0: <laughs> yeah, and then
2: she slams the door. She goes,
0: "I don't think that was me." And he goes, "Oh my god, that yeah, is yeah. not you, Martha." <laughs> Operator number, please. I'd like to speak to
1: Janice. <laughs> that that is the that is the waiter at
2: the coffee shop. I, what are you?
0: <laughs>
1: you
2: weirdo.
0: But that is how I picture
1: it. Is just that here's
2: the thing. I knew two Martha's back then.
1: <laughs> oh, wait, are you Martha K? I'm sorry. I was thinking of Martha R.
2: Oh. She does not look weird. much older. <laughs> this is this is kind of awkward. Fantastic. I'm gonna go. You got these coffees? Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Bye.
0: Um, but either way, joking aside, because I'm single tear running down my cheek. Um mm. Joking aside, either way you slice it, Michael, either it's the way you're saying it or the way I'm saying it, it isn't for her. It is for him. It is him. Yeah. Like, it's the it's sort of the realization that, like, he is living now back. He has to live now back in his memory of what this is, as opposed to what it could be going forward.
2: Yeah, it's not going forward. Right. (laughs) <laughs> i think
1: well i think and i think also that might be related to the all that really mattered was that i was a man mm-hmm. right that he he's talking about how he was vulnerable yeah back then but he couldn't show that right right and that's possibly part of the reason why he ended up losing her yes was that he could never say like you know i lay there trembling next to you because you had to be a big tough yeah manly man that's right um which I mean, speaking as a big tough manly man, I get. I get it. it's really hard. <laughs> it's really hard to, to show that uh, stuff. You know, when the whole world just looks at you at like this like, you know, brawny like man of action. Like I get it. Right. It's hard when when you do feel vulnerable. You know uh, what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um <laughs> the other thing I would say, you know, I, I like I I get it, but I feel like if it's been forty years mm-hmm. And you realize you're still in love with your old girlfriend of four decades. Yeah, you could call her up and kind of burden her with this. Or, I don't know, you could take up like model railroading or something. Like, just try (laughs) that. You know what I mean? Just (laughs) fill the days. Like, wait, don't, 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 don't bother the poor woman. Like, just leave her alone. Have you tried whittling? fine. Do you think, how receptive do you think she is to this? in all seriousness
0: I, I, I don't think she is i mean receptive is one thing um I, well I, I
1: mean like do you think she's like you know when she says like it's presuming she says something like it's been 40 years mm-hmm. and she's like look dude i i forgot about you a long time ago it's been 40 no years. i don't think it's or she like well no I'm, i mean or i'm saying or is it like she's like i waited
2: i waited so long and you, you've never called Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I think it's more that I I think. Oh, my God. What if
2: she got married like six months before this conversation?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Her kids are all stepchildren that came into the marriage. Uh, Yeah. No, but I. uh, Yeah, I think it's more that I don't think she's saying I don't know you. I, I this was not this did not mean as much to me as it meant to you. I think it's that which is I waited, I I expected this call so many times, and you never called, and it's been forty years. And what do you want me to do about it? Right,
1: right. right. Well, I mean, I think there's. I mean, I think there is a. Speaking of middle grounds, I think there is a middle ground of, I felt the same way back then, but I've gotten over it. There could be that
0: could be.
2: I've I've moved on, but yes, but either way,
0: I don't like that as much, Dan. But I'll give
1: it to you. You No, it's fine. (laughs) It's fine.
2: Or Um, I mean, she could just say. Look, this this isn't gonna work out. I'm married, and and she he's like I, he respects that she she has a husband, and then she's sort of like looking down at the table, and he's like, "Are are you on Tinder right now?"
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, but but also married, you know, it's fine. I'm just yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's just not into him.
0: Yeah. I just I just
2: I just like to look."
0: Yeah. Science, it's science. like window
1: shopping. I just yeah, exactly. I she was like, like, You're
2: right, you did get older, so <laughs> <laughs> before we met face to face, I would have said yes, but no. And again, a- I <laughs> yeah. as a not
0: in age, not not my peer in the thirties. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: knows who's on the dime. That's uh that's my that's who I'm looking Plus, for. Plus no Uggos. Let's do expanding universe. Expanded universe! What do we got? I mean, we already talked about this is the same operator.
0: There's,
1: yeah. Same night. There's,
0: same operator, same night. The same yep. night is amazing. But there is <laughs> she, only one operator in Shantytown. She knows everybody's <laughs> business. She's super busy.
1: Uh, I mean, there's I mean, we're talking about we've never actually done the song Operator, but if you don't know, there's a Jim Croce song where he. It's it you know, thematically it's similar to this where he's calling yeah. um, although we actually oh, I don't want to talk about it too much because we're definitely gonna do that sign at, at some point. Yeah, but yeah, he yeah. he. we get way more information as to what happened.
0: Oh, hundred percent. That oh that's oh yeah, yeah, I will yeah, say. yeah. That's hundred percent. Um but
1: But he calls he and he's he's asking the operator for the number and then he ultimately decides not to call. Yeah. Uh again, to spoil. Um and then uh opposite is Dr. Hook who's calling Sylvia but gets her mother and she has to keep pumping money into the into the uh you know yeah. the the phone. I couldn't think of the word phone. But was <laughs> I, I, <laughs> speaking of forty uh, getting old. Okay. Uh, anyway. So yeah, and, and so so the same I'm gonna say again, same operator. So, uh, yeah. I'm trying to think are there any other songs what, that we've done that involve There
0: is, and I fr- I'm blanking on it, but there is definitely one where there's an operator involved. Um and I forget what it okay. is. So it's useless right now to this point.
1: Uh, is he calling her? It doesn't involve operator, but is he calling her and please come to Boston?
0: Yeah,
4: of
1: course. I...
2: Or is it yeah, a Yeah, I guess so. It's not clear.
0: Yeah, I think it's, it's, a, I think it's a phone okay. call.
2: Okay. I think
0: it's a phone call. Um, I think this is definitely happening in the same restaurant and sees from Italian restaurant. Yeah, There's, They're at another table. Brenda mm-hmm. and Eddie are over there. and tom and martha are here the whole gang is here ironically brenda and eddie are their their husband and wife like tom's husband tom's wife and uh martha's husband brenda and eddie
1: oh yeah because he says right but doesn't he say i got a new wife i got a new (laughs) wife. that's right and the family is fine (laughs) that's right yeah yeah so he's talking about martha yeah Although that doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't, doesn't make any listening. sense at all.
0: But let's <laughs> they just would go die in school on. in
1: nineteen fifty, whatever, but let's, let's just go on. Let's go on with it. <laughs> uh, Makes sense. Yeah. Look, it's a it's a, you know, not a not a uh, what's what's the word? A uh, you know, a March December romance. But right. you know, it's, it's it's in there. Close enough. Um Um Yeah, go ahead. Well
0: did they back then, did they live in Shantytown? Because they didn't have oh. anything. Maybe they were like Patch's neighbor, uh, and they lived in <laughs> Shantytown. They had a little like one-room flat in, in Shantytown.
1: Yes. I liked that yeah. a lot. Did they live in Chicago the night Chicago died?
2: I mean, that probably. Would
1: been, that would have been the, the, late, the late 20s, early 30s. Sure.
2: Sure. And if they lived in Shantytown by the coal yards, I mean if all that really mattered was that he was a man, uh, maybe he had one fist of iron and another of steel. Oh, maybe he left yeah. to work in
0: the coal mines.
1: Maybe he left to work in the coal mines.
2: Yeah.
0: Ooh.
2: Um, yep. Yeah. I'm not saying that, that she is Sylvia, but like, what if they didn't get together because of a Sylvia's mother situation? Hmm. Where she was like, you never called. And he was like, I called. <gasps> oh! <gasps>
1: Yeah, but, uh, I mean, I love that. Ooh. I mean, or maybe he was like, I didn't crank the little thing on the side of the phone <laughs> enough. I never I never knew how many times to crank it. And that was always the problem. <sighs> oh, that's um,
2: good. And I, I did find the song that I was uh, thinking about or before. Um, mm-hmm. So what if this doesn't take place in a coffee shop or, or a cafe or something? What if it takes place in a car and he says you got married too? And it turns out she married her an architect who kept, yeah. her, who kept her warm and safe and dry.
1: Oh, uh, well, yeah. That,
2: that is definitely the other
1: one. Oh, that That's definitely doubt. the
2: other old lovers yeah. talking. She, uh, uh, <sighs> she would have liked to say she loved the man, but she didn't like to lie.
0: That's right. That's uh, true. Uh, it's raining. Uh, snow turns into rain. It's very sad. Uh,
2: Christmas Eve it's perfect
0: Um, I think when he leaves the coffee shop um, he doesn't know what to do and now he has nobody so he just goes next door to a bar Mm. where a little lady is playing
1: (laughs) Pearl's a singer I mean (laughs) if Yeah. <laughs> it is works there. this time. Like, oh, it totally works. I mean, he is the lost
0: and the he lonely. He is that's the lost what, and the lonely. You know, he, that's
2: what Pearl is there His for.
0: whole life he's been lost because he doesn't have her. And now he's lonely. Yeah. Yep. Ugh.
2: And Pearl's like, I'm single, single," and he's like, eh, I'm good. He's like, mm,
0: yeah. not that lost. Not that lonely.
2: Well, I was, was <laughs> going to say, he tells, <laughs> he, he, tell,
1: he, tell, he tells Pearl uh, his story. She's like, I got be asked, man. That's a little depressing. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't for-
2: have any songs for you.
1: I sing for the lost and the lonely, but you know, you, you, you this is too much. This is a new level. So Ooh, forty years! Forty <laughs> years! You, hey, everybody! This guy didn't call for forty years. Oh, Pearl, leave me alone. Um, so, you know
2: what? You get up here. You sing a song. You sing something. <laughs> I can't oh, help you, man.
1: Um. Not with that voice. You certainly couldn't be a professional musician, sir.
0: <laughs> you won't have a long career. <laughs> exactly. And influence numerous and countless number of other artists.
1: Cut to 10 years. Pearl said, like, watching him on The Tonight Show being like, man, I really don't know much about the music business. I just have to admit it to myself. I was never cut out for this. I'm, I'm wrong every time. Yes, man. Uh, all right. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the history of this song with Story Behind the Story.
5: Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And, yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons,
0: Check out the songs of the Story Song Podcast. Find the Story Song Podcast, the official playlist, and the Story Song Podcast, the official classic playlist on Spotify to stream all the great songs we review on the show.
1: All right, welcome back. It's time for a story behind the story. How did this story come to be? Rachel. Yes. Mr. Tom Waits. Sure. What's up? What's the deal? (laughs)
0: What's up, Tom? Don't
1: leave me, don't leave me waiting.
0: Please never wait. again. Nice. Never waiting. Never again. Please. There, my real
1: problem was I was trying to, I was gonna say waiting, but then I was phrasing something like wasting. Mm. So then I was like, should I say wait? Should I say wait? You know, th- these are the things as the host that I really have to struggle with. Yeah. It's uh
0: You know another option, tough. another option uh, would, would have been to mm-hmm, not do mm-hmm. it at all. <laughs>
1: No, I don't think so. No,
2: <laughs> no, not an option. No, I don't.
1: No, not an option. Don't see no. it. Don't see it. Anyway, Any hit usual. us. What's the story? How did the story come to be?
0: I will try my best.
1: Okay. Uh, here's
0: here's the thing. Um, I'll just start with the basics. So, "Martha" was written and recorded mm-hmm. by Tom Waits. Yeah. he's a one man band, so to speak. Uh, it was, it was released in March 1973. On the album Closing Time, which was his debut album, it was never released mm-hmm. as a single. So it's, oh. only on, it's only on the album. The album Closing Time only had one single, Old 55, which you may know uh, because the Eagles covered it uh, um, and it became, a, it became a hit for the Eagles. He doesn't do a lot of singles. It's tough to find a lot about the meaning of this song why it was written uh how it was written or anything like that Tom Waits is kind of notorious for not looking back on his work and especially in these earlier days which were much less experimental than his than his later works they're they're much more straightforward it's it's uh, a much more singer song songwriting thing um the uh the song itself didn't do too didn't do too much uh, and I think for me, I think it's maybe it kind of got lost in the uh singer songwriter feel of it he he expected it to be much more uh, jazzy but when it was written uh, they sort of they they pulled it back and made it more f- folk and uh and singer songwriter so it was a little different it wasn't exactly what he wanted uh and uh, so I think that's Part of me thinks that's kind of where, where it got sort of lost in the mix at that time in the, in the early 70s. Do you 70s. think,
1: I mean, is he a little out of step with the times? Because, I mean, what's funny is I come to know Tom Waits, like, in the 90s, right? Right. And I'm, I'm actually, even now, a bit surprised to discover how far he goes back. Mm-hmm. Of course, as we've talked about, he is timeless, Sure. Uh, cause he's always old. So it's hard to know, right. like <laughs> y- you listen to one song and then you listen to like a song that came out 20 years later and he sounds the same. So it's sure. hard to, to put it into context. But I mean, I just, you know, I'm, when you say 1973, I'm thinking, you know, James Taylor, Jackson right, Brown, right. the Eagles, like, I, I, I'm wondering if maybe they're just not a place for him at this time.
0: Yeah. Well, I, he, I think that a, a little bit, I think he was ahead of his time uh, as an experimental mm. artist, and I, I also think, like I said, in in these beginning, especially the debut album. The debut album is very straightforward. I mean, this song is just, just basically sort of bar piano and and him. And mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think that it doesn't seem like that was the direction he wanted to take it. But the production, uh, the you know, the way it was produced was, I think, to try and capitalize on the sort of singer-songwriter thing that was happening at the time which maybe this is just me like making assumptions maybe it felt like a bit like he was trying to be pigeonholed or trying to be forced uh you know square peg into a round hole type thing mm-hmm. which is amazing because the the work on the on closing time is terrific it's a it's a wonderful mm-hmm. album uh it did nothing i mean it did not do really anything on the charts uh, but it's but even now in his day de- in his debut album his voice as we spoke about he was 24 his voice and the maturity of his writing is way beyond his years at that point way beyond yeah. the fact that he can write a song like this about this um this long like sort of long lost love at the age of 24 is is incredible no yeah. a- and i've seen a lot of um I've seen a lot of interviews with him not at this time maybe a little bit older uh like maybe 20 28 29 and he still is like you you listen to him and you're like you're you're like you're 50 you're like 55 right but he's 28 right. he just always had that sort of old soul combined with like puckish you know juvenility. he's an
3: mm-hmm. interesting
0: person anyway anyway all that to say, there's not much to be said about this song specifically because he doesn't really talk much about it. He does not look back a lot on his on his work. Um,
1: right. Hey, can I ask you a question real quick? Sure. What What was the name of that debut album again?
0: Uh, closing time.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, uh, you want to turn all the lights on, all over every boy and every girl?
0: <laughs> I I almost didn't want to tell you what it was for fear of that yeah. happening.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he heard this uh, on Closing Time and was like, ah, son of a... B-. I'm sorry, on. actually, he was like, he was like, oh son of a... <laughs> he's not...
0: He's not some sort of, like, weird
2: <laughs> monster.
0: But yeah, probably.
2: But think um, of the confidence it takes to have a debut album called Closing Time exactly
0: right. well I mean <laughs> true well listen here's the thing I mean you know his uh his albums especially earlier on all had this feel of it being late night in a bar with um a bunch of people sort of down on their luck it the people you saw at closing time Do you know what I mean mm. it, it yeah oh, makes sense. you know uh yeah um there's a you know there's the song searching for the heart of saturday night uh those those type of songs it's 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 very much that feel he even had a couple of um uh like concert specials a, a couple of years down the line where it looked like he was just you know there were parts where he was like in a diner and or like leaning against a lamppost it's that that mm. sort of feel the sort of you know
1: He's was a real handicap um... a real handicap yeah. <laughs> I've uh, I've closed down a few bars, and every time I do, or every time I did, I, I always had the same thought, mm-hmm. so. which was, uh, I have got to get my life together. <laughs> uh, this is never a place you want to be, so.
0: Right. Which he did. So, he did. So
1: it makes sense. It makes sense. Well, he, I'm saying yeah. that's the vibe he was giving. Yeah, him. of course. I'm sure he was doing great. I mean, he's no, a I singular mean, talent, he- one yeah. of one, you know, but.
0: Yeah. I mean, he definitely had some dark times and stuff. Uh, You know, he had his own demons, but...
1: Yeah, I mean, there was that time he wouldn't let those billy goats uh, cross that bridge, and that, I thought, was... (laughs) I do the worst. Billy goat, Billy goat, gruff! Answer my questions three! You know, it was that kind of thing, but otherwise...
0: But that song has such a cult following, (laughs) his cover of that song. Uh, Such a cult following. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... So, anyway... Though it was not released as a single, this song was covered by a number of artists. Um, initially, it was covered by uh, Tim Buckley the same year that, he, that it was on the album. It was released by Tim Buckley, uh, who is the father of Jeff Buckley. And mm. I'm not going to say much about them, but talk about tragic stories. The two of them, we will probably do a Jeff Buckley song, and when we get into it, again, it's super sad. But,
4: no.
0: but it was also done later... By Bette Midler and Meatloaf. Um, Michael, do you know the Meatloaf Together version? Together or separately? Separate, separate, separate. Okay, okay. Michael, do you know the Meatloaf version of this song?
2: I do. It's from his album, Welcome to the Neighborhood.
0: Yes. What are your thoughts about it? Do you have thoughts about it?
2: It's it's very nice. I haven't listened to it in a while, but it's, yeah, I think it's nice. I've never heard it, but uh,
1: can I guess it's a bit dramatic? Yeah.
0: <laughs> You can guess correctly, buddy. I mean, okay. it is, uh, it's
2: just—it's him and piano, right? It's not. Um. It's not like <laughs> the level of production of no. "Bad Out of Hell" or. Yeah. I do anything for love, but I won't do that. There's no.
0: Yeah, I like meatloaf. Um. Mm.
2: The food his, and the singer.
0: His version of this song genuinely angered me, and I don't know why. <laughs> like, literally, I listened to it for the first time, and I was like, I don't know why this is happening
4: no but
2: please it's been so many years she remember my whole voice I the tears
0: as far as I can tell, the Bette Midler version was only done on an episode of Saturday Night Live, and in it she flips the genders, which doesn't work quite as well, but it's a really cool version. And I'm pretty sure she did it with His Blessing because they were very close at that time and they were actually an item.
3: There was no tomorrow. We packed away our sorrows and we saved them
0: for a rainy day. The song came back uh, in 2015. You know, the Adele song, Hello. If you listen to that song, Mm. Sounds like a real familiar story. So in 2015, when that song came out, Tom Waits fans sort of caused a stir because they accused Adele of ripping off the song Martha. Has a similar synopsis, has a similar feel, similar sort of sentence structure. Uh, And no one in Adele's camp said anything specifically about ripping it off, but her co-writer and producer, Greg Kirsten, said this to Entertainment Weekly. He said she didn't want to just go through and write a pop song with any particular formula. We talked about Tom Waits and different storytellers like that. I think that was the idea that we wanted to do something that was very honest about where she was at right where she was at right now and she wanted to do something that was real and believable. So, you know.
1: Look, Tom Waits fans, hey. I'm sorry, but this is how it works. Right. Like you're inspired by yes. a certain kind of song. Every song you can trace back that's to right. another song. I mean, we already talked about how similar this is to Operator. Like, let's let's, let's slow Vanilla down. Vanilla Ice take, was take very
0: much in. influenced by Under
4: Pressure. <laughs> you know. Look,
1: I'm just well, that's I mean that's a good example of like straight stealing versus <laughs> like know. being inspired of by
0: course. But, and, Sure. I mean listen, there's you know, Uh, uh, there's many ways it could go, but you know, I mean, it is very similar, but there's a lot of songs like this. It's a song about reaching out to an old love, like scenes from an Italian restaurant. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. Or like operator
1: or like a million other songs. And you know, look, cars has the same plot as doc Hollywood. What can I tell you? This is just,
0: this
2: is, these things happen. I mean, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought of it, but yeah, like it, it could clearly be inspired by it, but it's not the same song.
0: Yeah,
4: the Adele yeah. song
2: starts. Hello, it's me. I'm Tom Waits, <laughs> and it's been forty years.
0: It's different.
2: Sure. Different song.
0: It's a different song. Hello, Martha. It's Tom Waits. <laughs> oh, that's pretty spot on. It's totally actually. different. Whoa. Um, well, so- he doesn't say hello, so it's totally different. <laughs> that's right. It's done, uh,
1: done, 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 dun, dun,
2: dun. Totally <laughs> different. <laughs> It's different. There's no operator in the Adele song. <laughs> exactly.
0: Because um, cell phones. Uh, so, <laughs> in, in regards. She says,
2: to- uh,
1: Martha, you up? Yeah. <laughs> so when- I do want to imagine operators like in a satellite being like, oh, well, Adele's calling our old lover. Let me just pull this out, <laughs> right, plug right. that in, pull yeah. my gum around. <laughs> oh, I got it in the instruments again. We're <laughs> crashing to Earth. Damn it.
0: Uh so uh in regards to the song itself uh that's really all that's out there about it um Mm. there there's there's not much doesn't say much about it I mean it wasn't a single so it's not you know there's not much to say um so what are you gonna do uh I'm gonna focus a little bit obviously I'm gonna talk a little bit about Tom Waits but much like a lot of the more prolific people that we speak about this is gonna be a real quick overview of Tom Waits also he does a lot of story songs, so this is not going to be the, the last one we do of him. Um, mm. So Thomas Allen Waits was born December 7th, 1949, in Pomona, California. And an interesting thing about the day that he was born is that it was one day after the legendary blues guitarist and singer Leadbelly died. So wow. Leadbelly's soul went directly yes, into it did. Tom Waits.
1: Absolutely did isn't that incredible that's that's like okay that's literally canon like that literally (laughs)
0: put it in the canon um uh and obviously he's he's known for his uh you know his gravelly raspy voice and he said oh does he have
1: a raspy voice a little bit uh and he said he
0: later recalled that it was an uncle's raspy gravelly voice that inspired the manner in which he later sang he definitely you know Curated and, and sort of and and leaned into that. I mean, I think he
2: mm-hmm.
0: had that voice to begin with, and he just sure, you know, leaned into it for um, artistic purposes. So obviously, in the beginning, he was very influenced by the Beat Generation, um, and Bob Dylan was a huge inspiration to him. And he started singing on the San Diego folk scene when he was just a teenager. Mm. He quickly started building a name for himself and and kind of outgrew San Diego uh which PS then one of his uh one of his best songs San Diego Serenade just saying uh and he but he started to travel to Los Angeles to play at um places like where do you think he probably played a lot in LA uh,
1: Dodger Stadium
0: <laughs> That's right Dodger Stadium <laughs> in a he, sang, costume. he sang. he <laughs> said he sang the <laughs> national anthem so many times
2: wow. in Dodger if, if you play Dodger Stadium you have to you have to wear a Donald Duck costume it's so a rule yes yeah,
0: that's right yeah uh um, well, i mean think about it troubadour that's right the troubadour of course he mm. played at the
2: troubadour that makes of sense of course yes it, he he seems like he fits in with that yeah early 70s troubadour scene
0: sure sure so he played at the, at the troubadour um uh in the like late 60s early 70s in and in 71 he finally got signed to his first publishing and recording contract by Herb Cohen. However, his recordings with Cohen were not published at the time. They were only later released in the nineties on the albums the early years volume one and the early years volume two.
1: Okay, that maybe explains a little bit where why I have the timeline is a little screwy. Yeah. Because those I probably thought those were new
0: right, at the right, time, not right. Not
1: fully understanding what was going on. Yeah, I mean okay. in
0: in fairness they they were. Um, well, I know,
1: but yeah. I didn't realize they had been recorded 20 years earlier. Well,
0: also, I mean, by the 90s, he was completely—I mean, he—he he was a completely different creature. Do you know what I mean? He—he. He, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we'll get into it. Whatever. Uh, but so after the Herb Cohen years, he was signed to Asylum Records by David Geffen, and it's here mm-hmm. where he released Closing Time in '73. Like I said, it didn't do much; it never charted, but it was received positively by critics, uh, and uh. You know, like I said, it kind of—I feel like it kind of got lost in the singer-songwriter movement when he wanted to be it to be more of a jazz piano album. Uh,
1: so what? I mean, what does that mean, a jazz piano? I
0: mean, album? I think he wanted it probably to have—you know—it could, could have had more horns, a, a little even back at that point. I think he maybe wanted a little more experimental stuff, and they wanted it more just straightforward singer-songwriter piano singer-songwriter.
1: Yeah, um, I mean. I don't want to, I don't want to, like, you know, I think Tom Waits obviously is incredibly talented Mm -hmm. and everything, but the fact that, like, a guy who sounds like he's gargling gravel singing about a guy in his 60s looking back (laughs) with regret, the fact that that didn't, like, burn up the charts is not exactly the most surprising thing, in my opinion, (laughs) but... But,
0: but I I mean, see, the funny thing is his, I mean, his voice back then, I mean... he, I think he was putting it on a little bit in Martha, but the other songs on that album, it's not really that gravelly. I mean, it's a different right. voice, but it's not like his later songs, like you know, uh.
1: Oh, absolutely! Like, uh, yeah.
0: Um, you know, like all like what is it called, swordfish trombone and stuff like his more exp experimental stuff. It's not like that at all. Um.
1: Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, you know, maybe he was expecting more, but you know, I this doesn't. This song doesn't sound like a radio-friendly unit mover, uh, if I can <laughs> use an industry term. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> sure. I have no idea what any of that means, so sounds good.
1: Well, it's it's a song that's radio-friendly, and it sells
2: albums. It's oh, a okay. radio-friendly um, unit mover. Got His it. second album was actually called Radio-Friendly Unit Mover. Mm-hmm. He was trying to yeah. lean into it.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so the, like I said, the only single off of that album was all 55 and it was made more famous by the eagles uh though he called their version antiseptic so ooh Yikes. ooh Whoa. um uh something interesting was after the album release uh instead of working on his next album he uh was kind of um talked into touring with frank zappa's the mothers of invention and it went poorly he was wow. basically jeered off stage pelted with fruit terrible terrible and pelted so he's the opening
1: fruit. act huh he's, he's the opening act
0: he was the opening act yeah okay well i thought
1: i'm sorry you were saying he was people in. still
2: do that
0: i i don't know you got, i think it's byo was
1: he in fruit was he in the <laughs> fruit was he in the Muppet show? Who's bringing rotten fruit to a show? What's happening? I
0: mean, I'm going to guess Frank Zappa's, the people going to see Frank Zappa's The Mothers of Invention. Uh, I guess so. Bring their own fruit and like their own mm. stuff in general. They're, they, they seem like wild people. Uh, anyway, he was, it did not go well. In fairness, <laughs> You can't he go was, to a
2: Frank Zappa show without a crate of tomatoes.
0: In, fa- no. in fairness, he was taking over for the previous opening act who had a very similar experience. Nobody who was coming to see Frank Zappa wanted to see anybody but Frank Zappa. They didn't care who it was. Um, so after getting pelted with fruit, he went back and he <laughs> and he uh, released his next album, "The Heart of Saturday." Radio friendly unit mover. That's right, "The Heart of Saturday Night," which was uh, which is one of his most famous albums and much more widely reviewed uh, and and well received. Uh it was a concept album about nightlife around the US. And after recording it, he toured again with Frank Zappa again. And it also did not go well. Again.
1: I, I mean, at this point, I'm gonna say fool me once, shame on me. <laughs> <laughs> fool me once.
0: <laughs> fool me twice. We can't
1: get we <laughs> can't get fooled again. Um yeah, that yeah. that seems like that that seems like that's on him if he tried it again.
0: Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it was it was a lot, it was a lot. Um, and then every I mean, the year... people were
1: just chanting, "We want, we want Dweezil." Oh, yeah. what's his name?
0: Dweezel. What's his, his dweezil. son? Dweezel. Yeah, his is it, dweezil? Is is, it, and it Dweezil. His daughter is a Moon Unit.
1: Moonbeam um, or moon something. Unit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, moon Unit. Yeah, they're but... like, "We want Dweezil. We want Dweezil."
0: Um, and then he pelting
1: him <laughs> with fruit. Sorry. go on.
0: And then every year after that, he toured with Frank Zappa just because he started really enjoying fruit uh no that's not true (laughs) he never told things out. but again why would you
2: fruit's so (laughs) expensive these days
1: (laughs) it's like i'm having fruit salad for dinner every night it's great (laughs) saving a
2: lot of money on the road yep um so this album that he did the concept album about u.s nightlife uh uh-huh are there a couple of tracks where it's like i think i'll just stay in tonight
0: yeah yeah there's one called the
2: bandits on tv
0: yeah yeah there's one called uh, no thanks. I'll stay in. You guys have fun. It's great.
1: I got an early morning. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a great track. Maybe gonna, I'll go to bed gonna, early gonna, tonight. Yeah.
0: Gonna turn in early was really uh, yeah. heating up the charts. Um, <laughs>
2: Staring at the telephone waiting for it to ring was a real big radio single. Yep.
0: That's right. That's right. No, but part of Saturday night, uh, a great album. So, uh in seven, like i said in 74 he toured the east coast where he met bet midler which i love i had no idea that they were a uh a uh, an item uh, an on again awesome. off again item it makes complete sense um if you ever se- have ever seen any bet midler in the 70s you're like oh yeah she is the type of person in the 70s that would be hanging out with tom waits you know what i mean yes. like she is i mean she's super cool now but she was this is not about Ben Miller, but she was a <laughs> she was like she was like punk back then. Like she was so counterculture in a way back then. You know what I mean? She played bathhouses for God's sake. Um,
1: so it Rachel, you you don't have to get, well, at least you don't have to give it's me because when you said Tom Waits and Ben Midler dated, I was like, yeah, of course they did. Yeah, of that course, is, makes I, sense, I've, makes sense. Literally the most sense
2: I've ever heard.
0: So yeah, I love that, and I love her song "Shiver Me Timbers," and I love his song "Shiver Me Timbers."
2: Um, it is, it is funny though. Like, yes, Bette Midler was counterculture at the time. Mm-hmm. And I mean, but she was also counterculture in the seventies singing Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. But her
0: take on it standard was Standard like, from
2: the thirties and forties.
0: Yeah. But she put her own take on it. Anyway, we'll save that for a Bette Midler song. Um, Possibly Shiver Me Timbers." But Tempers. I mean, I
2: agree. Like she's,
1: yeah. but she's one of those people who's so counterculture that she doesn't even, she's not, she's like beyond that. Yeah, you know she's I mean. her own
0: thing. She's, she's so iconic. cool. She's
1: just doing her own thing. She's okay. iconic. Just like Tom Waits. Just like Tom Waits. And like in 1973, when everyone's singing like psychedelic songs about like white rabbits or whatever, yeah. he's just like, I'm 65 years old <laughs> and I'm sad on the phone. Like, you know, whatever. Oh he's not gosh. chasing a trend, is what right, I'm saying. Right, He's just being himself. He's being old Tom Frost out here.
0: <laughs> right, right. Um, so. <laughs> I'm sorry, just being old Tom Frost.
1: <laughs> Writing songs about, about how much long distance oh calls calls. Let me, get, let me get through this.
0: Oh, good lord, give me strength. Um, so he
2: is Tom uh, Frost. Uh, oh his Chris Gaines. No.
0: Stop,
2: <laughs> stop it. <laughs> anyway, what it's a, so, it's a it's a persona that he played.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah uh i'm gonna start ignoring you too
2: uh (laughs) okay always a good idea Uh,
0: always a good always a good plan Um, uh so he obviously he continued to evolve not only in his uh, in the genre bending and his experimentation with music but also with his voice which turned more and more gravelly um Mm -hmm. he in total he has released 17 albums including 1983's swordfish trombones which was his first self-produced album and marked his sort of, it marked his departure from asylum records and the start of his reinvention as a more experimental artist. Uh, He started experimenting more with different types of instruments. Uh, It's also around this time uh, that he, uh, I guess it was, is a little it's earlier that he married his wife, Kathleen Brennan, who became his uh, collaborator. And she was sort of one of the people who, um, sort of pushed him to uh to reinvent himself and and to produce his own his own album. Um he has some interesting um uh like he has some interesting quotes about the instruments he uses and like sort of his different instruments. He's a big fan of the bullhorn, which is amazing. Uh and um he uh he says one quote that i just love it's very short he says nothing beats the drama of a bullhorn i'm like you know what i'm going to get a tattoo of that cuz he's right that's
2: <laughs> right um i mean i i guess you can't argue with that
0: that's right so uh in addition to swordfish trombones uh one of his other uh big albums is 1993's bone machine which won him his first grammy for best alternative album and 1999's mule variations which was his which was his first album on anti which is an offshoot of the record label Epitaph Records, which I feel like we've spoken about before. It's a mostly punk label founded by Bad Religion's mm-hmm. Brett Gerwitz. And it's also his highest charting album, hitting number 30 on the Billboard 200s. Uh, it won him a Grammy for Best Contemporary Folk Album and ranks 416 on Rolling Stone's list of the 500 greatest albums of all time. It is a great album. Um but most of his albums are pretty terrific and each one of them has something to say. Uh, some of his notable songs are San Diego Serenade. If you haven't heard it, it's incredible. I lis- I listened to it three times today alone. Uh, probably his most famous song is Tom... I'm not going to say this right. Tom Trobert's Blues, Four Sheets to the Wind in Copenhagen, which is his take on the song Waltzing Matilda. You- you've probably no. heard it before. You've probably heard it before. Uh, well, and I
1: also, I remember a lot of Walter Matilda fans really were up in arms they were. saying about how he, <laughs> That's
0: right. he That's stole right. that. That's right. Yeah, it was, it was rough for him there. Uh, yeah. Uh, one of his other notable songs is Way Down in the Hole, which you might recognize as the theme song for The Wire, oh,
1: which yeah, I, did. I
0: did not realize that. Uh, I was like, this so good. theme song is terrific. And just to let everybody know, if you don't know the way they did it on The Wire is every season a different singer or band sang the theme song, but it was always way down in the hole. Great, great song. Same song. Um, Christmas card from a hooker in Minneapolis. Also great. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on. Come on up to the house. The Wilson Phillips song? Mm-hmm. Yep. He he wrote that many people don't know. Someday somebody <laughs> going <be, what? laughs> to turn, turn around, around and say goodbye. Say goodbye. Um, uh, Jersey Girl, which was covered by Bruce Springsteen, and Downtown Train, which is most famously covered by Mr. Rod Stewart. I
2: had, I had no, no idea. idea he wrote that. I no idea. No,
0: it's great. Um,
2: now
1: did he write it? Did he? oh well, okay, you said it was covered, so he didn't like write it for Rod Stewart. He wrote it for himself, and then Rod Stewart
0: covered it. Right, right. Rod Stewart actually, okay. um, I covered a couple of his songs because he also covered his uh four sheets to the wind in copenhagen um Mm. uh also just on a side note one of my favorite songs uh i think it's i want to say it's on meal variations is a song called chocolate jesus which he uses bullhorn throughout uh it's it's terrific anyway just that's my favorite song of his anyway that's that's i'm just saying that uh, in, in addition to his music, Tom Waits has also performed in a number of movies. Uh, five, specifically five, with longtime friend Jim Jarmusch. Can't ever say his name. Is that how you say his name, Jim Jarmusch? I'm just gonna. That's how you say it, right? Jim Jarmusch. Yeah,
1: Jim Jarmusch. Jim Jarmusch. Thank yeah. you. I, I feel. I like just want to say. I feel like
0: a fool when I say his. Every time I say his
1: name. I mean, who wouldn't kill to be a fly on the wall when Jim Jarmusch? Tom Waits and Bed Midler were chilling. Right? Right. Just like hanging out, Come having beers on, and talking. Right. Can you imagine? Oh
0: my gosh. What um,
1: could they talk about? So,
0: so he was in uh his uh his movies Down by Law in 86, which I think was his maybe his first movie. Uh Mystery Train in 89, which uh he played, I think the same he played the same character in that movie, but it was only his voice. Coffee and Cigarettes in 2004, which is also a very famous film, and The Dead Mm -hmm. Don't Die, which just came out in 2019. He also composed the soundtrack for his 1991 movie, Night on Earth. In addition to this, he's composed other soundtracks. Uh, He composed the soundtrack for 83's One from the Heart, which uh, he made with Crystal Gale, and for which he received an Academy Award nomination. So they have a whole Crystal Gale, uh, Tom Waits album, which is very interesting. (laughs) Um, So uh, in addition to his movie work with Jarmusch, uh, he was also in the Francis Ford Coppola movie, Rumblefish. He was in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, He was in Mystery Men. Uh, He was in the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus and Seven Psychopaths, among many other credits both credited and uncredited, uncredited. Um, in, in addition to that, he also wrote a musical based on a song from his album, Swordfish Trombone called Frank's Wild Years, which played at the Steppenwolf Theater Company. He then took the music from that musical and turned it into an album called Frank's Wild Years. Uh, the, the, the show was written by himself and Kathleen Brennan and it was directed by Gary Sinise after he had a falling out with the first director and included Gary Sinise and Laurie Metcalf and a couple of other people, all those Steppenwolf people.
1: Um, Steppenwolf, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and finally, for this round about Tom Waits, if you want a real treat, watch his performances and his interviews on David Letterman. The man is a delight. He is um, he's like a poet, a storyteller, he's you don't know what's true and what's not true he's been doing it. he was do. he had done interviews with david letterman since like 83 it's always fascinating his performances are always incredible completely different he's a lot like bob dylan in his performances where it's it seems like the song is never played the same twice uh you know dylan mm. does that a lot where like you just listen to the song you're like i i know this song but it sounds completely different um He's just he's a he's a fascinating individual who has been around for forever and always been super cool. And he's still married to Kathleen Brennan. And, uh, you know, so also a long marriage. And Mm. that's that's Mr. Tom Waits.
1: Do you think he's getting any uh, long distance calls from Bed Midler?
0: Yeah, actually, they just keep (laughs) singing this song to, to each other.
1: It's, it's been, been forty years. It's
0: true. <laughs> it's true.
1: Yeah, My I don't gosh. know. Just saying. Yeah. Just suggestion. Just yeah. a thought. <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean he's great. I mean what can you yeah. it's definitely one of those things where it's like what can you say? He's uh
0: Yeah, he's great. He's great. But if you wanna if you want to um uh have a nice little like go down a nice little YouTube hole, watch interviews of him on David Letterman and then watch interviews mm-hmm. of him, like I said in the early in the late 70s when he was like 29 because he also still seems like <laughs> an old soul <laughs> and he's like yeah. but it is he's constantly entertaining and fascinating
1: so. all right all right yep. awesome uh okay well thank you for that uh let's take a quick break and when we come back we'll talk about the lesson we learned from this song with lessons learned
0: Feeling antisocial? You can follow the Story Song Podcast on social media. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast. If you're still feeling antisocial after that, you should probably see a doctor before you hurt someone.
1: All right, it's time for lessons learned. What lesson did we learn from this song? Uh, Michael, let's start with you. What lesson did you learn from Martha?
2: I actually learned to. Uh, pretty important things from this song. Mm -hmm. Um, The first thing is um, there's the age-old question of like when you first meet somebody, when you have a first date with somebody, they're like, call me. Like, how long do you wait? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. You don't want to call too soon and seem too eager. You don't want to call too late and seem like you're not interested. 40 years is too long. (laughs) yeah well i think that's what what i learned
1: yeah tom tom asked his friend how long should i wait to call and his friend said four days yeah but unfortunately at that exact moment an ambulance was going by and so tom heard 40 years and he was like it seems long but if that's the rule that's what it is i trust my brother jack exactly (laughs)
2: <laughs> the uh. the other thing i learned is and this is kind of important um th- this is a good lesson for all of us but for tom frost especially um don't underestimate yourself like because i think we could agree that martha's probably going to say no at the end of this
0: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. so just because martha's not interested doesn't mean that like that's that's not the end it's a sad the song and sadly for him um he needs to sort of not underestimate himself, pick himself up. I mean, he's Tom Frost. He is weather royalty. So <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> maybe see what the operator's deal is, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. move on. Yeah. Um.
0: Work with the operator. Know.
2: And like, it fits in the song. Sure. Operator, you still there? This is all Tom Frost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You, uh, it might sound like I'm married too, but I am divorced. <laughs> um, do you like snow? Because <laughs> no, you don't do that because a- then she's going to be interested in his brother too. Well, I was going to say I have a connection.
0: <laughs> so, uh, fa- yeah, but like in fairness, that? that was the '70s, so I think snow meant a completely different thing.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah.
2: She was <laughs> like, "Yeah, yeah." I'm. I mean,
0: who doesn't? It's the and '70s.
2: Me, yeah, Studio Fifty Four.
1: A lot, of, a lot of wacky miscommunication. Yep. It's a Real Three's Company <laughs> episode uh, going on. Um, I would just say what I learned was if you're going to call an old, lo- old love
4: mm-hmm.
1: after 40 years, um, before you make that call, make sure you get down in writing who is paying for what when it comes to <laughs> the long distance. Uh, right. You definitely, because it's going to be expensive, and you definitely want to get that in writing uh, don't just say, Oh, don't worry about the cost because sure. you're gonna regret it later. You're yeah. gonna think it's not gonna matter, and then you get that bill and I don't know, it's not seventy three, so let's just say it's like twelve bucks. Um, and you can't pay it. So you just you wanna you wanna be able to say, Hey, look, you know, can you can you give me the money? Like but you wanna have it down in writing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. So it might kinda spoil the surprise a little bit if she gets a letter three months before you call, uh, explaining <laughs> all that, but I think it's worth it. That's right. It's
2: uh, it's what I like to call a long distance call prenup, and you really want to get <laughs> smart. that. It's smart. So when get he says, "Don't worry about the cost," is he saying that to her, like, "Don't worry about the cost that you will be paying <laughs> when you"? I've reversed the charges. You are I'm getting sure you the bill. you can
0: handle it. Yeah. 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 You're doing fine. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah exactly. You're you're married to a millionaire. <laughs> I mean, Liz.
1: I mean, I sound like a talking ashtray so clearly you're the one who's (laughs) better off than i am uh rachel what'd you learn
0: uh you know i mean you guys know that in my um uh in in my off time i'm an old-timey operator so what i learned Mm -hmm, from Mm -hmm. this is if you are uh, an old-timey operator uh you have to have like a safe word with the other operators so that if somebody starts to get way too personal and starts to become, I'm going to say it, crochiesque, uh, okay. they know <laughs> to pull the plug and drop the car. Right, because right. you can't do it because then you just seem like a jerk. But you turn right. to, you know, you turn to Gladys and you say Rutabaga, and then she comes right. over and like, <laughs> grabs your you know grabs the plug and moves it and then even if he calls back you just say oh i'm sorry the the call dropped oh, I'm sorry hold i'll connect you That's now nice. no 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 don't talk to me i hear you i i know what you wanted Click, right, right and then you can it's like a restart button
1: right yeah i mean i i, I like i mean i like saying rude bigger, but i just think you can put your hand over the receiver and be like i got a level three croce here yeah i'm gonna need <laughs> can you get the supervisor yeah,
0: yeah. we got we got a yeah, level yeah. three croce <laughs> it's a song we haven't even done. And it's, <laughs> at this point, we don't even have to. <laughs> Poor We just piece
2: together everything we've said about it in every episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just going to be a clip Call show. Call it a new episode.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Old-timey uh, operators.
2: I feel like that's going to be a real good BBC show.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, it's going to be on BBC <laughs> first, and then it'll be on PBS.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, drama yeah. is is um, low stakes, but uh, <laughs> right. It's but there's going to be two
0: movies and six seasons.
1: <laughs> a lot, a lot of people calling uh, the Constables for a dust up that's happening. Yes. Uh, so every 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 episode, there's a real tense moment when you you're not sure if she's going to plug it into the right hole. <laughs> and then she does and then she sits back and sh- her job is done she literally has nothing else to do well, and wait is that not what the
0: show fine. Call the Midwife is about I assumed Call the Midwife was just people calling midwives just but it was all the, the operators
2: <laughs> this is the other side of the call this is how you, yes, this is how they call the midwife exactly that's the show they call the midwife and then they go hello yes is
1: the midwife okay goodbye click and then the credits roll <laughs> yeah
2: for 57 minutes. So if you um, if you play Old Timey Operator and uh call the midwife call the midwife on, on uh adjacent screens, you see the full mm. picture. Yes. You oh, see I see. everything that's going on at the same time. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um
1: all right. Well, this has been the Story Song podcast. Um, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh follow us on the socials like Instagram, Twitter, and facebook um and guys i'm just going to be perfectly honest here uh the five star review well has uh, run a little dry uh so if you could jump on in there on. Uh, if you're enjoying the show and uh leave us a review we would certainly appreciate it we'd love a new one that we could read on the show which we will if you could leave us a five star review on apple Podcasts or wherever you podcast or podchaser uh, podchaser is a good place chaser well. sure Absolutely. Uh, so, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oakes. And I'm Michael Gazelle. We'll be back at you next time. Thanks for
3: listening again and goodbye. Bye. 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 I remember quiet evenings, trembling close to.
1: Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. Find him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music
2: was provided by Purple Planet Music. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. Be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at podcast.
0: And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. The Story Song Podcast is a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Go to pantheonpodcasts.com. Thanks for listening. It's
1: the Story Song Are they having coffee?
0: That, yeah, we spoke about that. Because,
1: no, because where is he calling from? He's calling long distance.
0: Yeah, but he says, but then he says, meet me out for coffee. So he probably flies. No, I know, but.
1: Okay. So he's committed to this. Yeah. And it, that didn't occur to me that he's calling long distance. In either a very to...
2: sweet way or a very scary way.